confirmation bias in aviation, a term used to highlight how decisions and rationale are formed, sometimes with life-altering consequences. In this episode, I'll discuss the critical role pilot awareness plays and mitigation strategies you can use in ensuring your safety as aviators. I discuss all this and more coming right up. So strap in and let's get into it. G'day everyone and welcome to episode 99 of the Flight Training Australia podcast. From Fitzroy Crossing to Flinders Island, Forest to Fraser Island, this is the podcast all about flight training and flying in Australia and beyond. G'day, I'm your host Trent Robinson, thank you for joining me. I'm back again, I know I said that only a little while but look I needed a holiday and uh, look I, I did still sort of work whilst I was away but no time for podcasting, sorry. Uh, for those who woke up ready for their Monday routine, I do apologise, but I did have a great time away with my son. It was uh, really good. Visited a whole heap of aviation museums. The Moorabbin Museum, just fantastic. The fact that you could actually get into the cockpit of so many of those aircraft uh, is just so rare. And the uh, Darwin Museum, South Australian Museum that I went, also fantastic, but only have special sort of open cockpit days. There were one or two things you could get into in the Adelaide Museum. It was fantastic. But, yeah, just being able to sit in some of those old fighters and, and things was just magic and all part of your general access ticket. So well done to the team at Rabin Museum. If you haven't been out and checked that out, definitely uh, put it on your to-do list when you're passing through. I also had the pleasure of conducting some seminars. Again, my Flying in the Top End seminar, all about bridging the gap from graduating as a commercial pilot to starting the career in GA um, and in particular in the Top End. So one at the Royal Vic Aero Club and thank you so much to them for hosting me and the second at RMIT Flight Training at their facility at Point Cook. So very well received by uh, all the students and pilots who attended. Um, they just loved it, got great insight, and it was really rewarding and fantastic to meet all of you and uh, to get some new podcast fans, get some new listeners, and I, I really look forward to presenting it again uh, in other locations around the country. I think it's just this – well, it's not a thing I know. It's this information that is just greatly missing and – I think, uh, you know, certainly after talking to students and uh, all that afterwards, just open their eyes to the opportunities and possibilities of, of other job options rather than just mail runs and things that are uh, typically available in that area uh, or in their local area. It's it's I know it's like that uh, all over the countryside. There's all sorts of jobs and opportunities that you never hear about. Uh, so being able to present that and bring that information to uh, everybody and help help uh, form their ideas and how they're going to shape their training uh, choices, instrument ratings, instructor ratings, or just go for it straight after commercial. Uh, it's uh, really great to have those chats. And uh, I do look forward to seeing some of you up here in Darwin at some point in the near future. I definitely want to... Uh, 
do those seminars more. I did record it and I'm pretty sure it'll work this time. So I will be making that available on uh, Patreon to start with. And uh, any level of membership on Patreon, including, you can just make a one-off donation if you want. But any donation, big or small, or any level of membership, all helps put this together. I did fully fund the trip myself. And whilst it was a, uh, a holiday with my son, we did uh, you know go out of our way to to put those on and uh, hire cars and everything else. So there are costs involved and I'd uh, love to be able to do this everywhere and uh, meet all of you out there. So if it's something you'd like me to do, let me know and we'll see what we could do in the future. But otherwise I will let you know when that is online and ready to go. All right. So onto our episode topic today being confirmation bias. And it's a term that uh, does get bantered around from time to time. Some people sort of know what it means and some don't. But the fact of the matter is pilots are entrusted with the operation of very expensive aircraft and when it comes around to commercial flying or even just private flying, the lives of their passengers. So making their decisions uh, is important and making those decisions are often a matter of life and death, certainly in emergency situations or when we're stuck in weather or anything else. So understanding the role that confirmation bias can play is so vital. So to help navigate the topic, let's break it down into three sections. We'll first talk about what confirmation bias is. We'll then explore how it influences pilot decisions with some uh, scenarios. And then finally, we'll discuss strategies to mitigate its effects. So confirmation bias is, as it kind of sounds, it's a cognitive bias. It's a mental shortcut our brains take when we unconsciously seek out information that confirms our pre-existing beliefs whilst avoiding or dismissing information that contradicts those beliefs. Now, this is alive and well in just day-to-day life, let alone aviation. And I'm sure you can probably think of some opportunities or uh, scenarios where this may already take place in your daily lives. As far as the, uh, the the high stakes world of aviation goes, confirmation bias can creep into decision making, leading pilots to embrace their preconceived notions, even when evidence suggests otherwise. And this has certainly led to disaster in the past, and if not, some good scares and very near-miss serious outcomes. So how does this bias affect our decision-making in practice? So let's have a look at a few, uh, some scenarios that that might help uh, explain it all a bit more. So firstly, imagine a situation or a scenario where a pilot is running late for a flight. They're eager to go, depart on schedule. Weather reports indicate a possibility of thunderstorms and and gusty conditions along the route, but the pilot's desire to maintain, you know, their on-time performance and, and you know, let's, oh, they want to get the hours and uh, please the boss and, and get everyone where they need to go, it can lead them to interpreting that weather information optimistically and ignore the potential risks. All right. So this is a real classic example of how confirmation bias can influence a pilot's judgment. That desire to stick to a schedule get the job done, 
uh, maybe they're a contract pilot and they get paid when they fly. All these things can lead them to sort of downplaying the conflicting information, not making it as bad as it potentially is. Uh, it was all right the other day, but there's alarming, screaming differences in this forecast that they're just not uh, paying attention to. This will ultimately jeopardize safety. Another scenario, a pilot with expensive experience in a particular aircraft type may become overly confident in their knowledge and skills. So then when faced with an unusual situation or an emergency situation, they might rely on their previous successes, assuming they've encountered such situations before and again downplaying the urgency of the issue. So in this case, overconfidence stemming from past experiences can result in pilot dismissing critical warnings and again, falling prey to confirmation biases. And a final scenario could be uh, a pilot has a strong affinity for a particular navigation method, be it their OS runways, be it the GPS, be it the navigation aid. Right? So regardless of that, despite the compelling reason to switch to alternative system, uh, could be due to a NOTAM saying that the uh, the NEVAID is uh, pilot monitored or might be acting up and, and not reliable. They're going to insist on using it, which results, of course, in uh, navigational errors potentially getting lost or uh, just who knows, could be to do with instrument approaches or anything else. So, again, just adherence to that familiar approach can be a manifestation of confirmation bias. It blinds the pilot to more suitable options, potentially leading to errors or inefficiencies. In each of these situations, confirmation bias can cloud judgment and lead to decisions that can compromise safety. So recognising this cognitive bias is a critical step in mitigating its influence. Now, understanding the existence of confirmation bias in aviation is only the first step. We obviously need to explore strategies to mitigate its impact. So pilots as aviators dedicated to safety, it's essential to be vigilant and self-aware. We must continually challenge our own assumptions, encourage open communication, either in the cockpit, with your instructor, or with fellow pilots before you go flying, and be receptive to alternative viewpoints. Additionally, it's essential for pilots to receive recurrent training in threat and error management. This training equips them to have the skills needed to recognise, react and recover from dangerous situations, even when confirmation bias is at play. Regularly reviewing flight data and debriefing after flights can also help identify instances of confirmation bias. Learning from these experiences, again, is critical for personal and professional growth. By raising awareness of confirmation bias and implementing these strategies, we can better protect the liars of pilots, our fellow crews, and the passengers in our care. In closing, remember that the decisions we make as pilots directly impact the lives of everyone on board. By addressing confirmation bias and actively working to counter its effects, we can certainly ensure that we all go home safely after our day's flying. All right, guys, that's it for this week. A nice little short one. Uh, it's now midnight, so I'm uh, going to bed. But it was great to talk to you all again. I've uh, got episode 100 coming up uh, next week, and that's, it's uh, two years 
will be pretty much the two-year anniversary of the uh, podcast, so something to celebrate for sure. I look forward to everyone joining me then. In the meantime, you know where to reach me. All the details in the episode description below. Feel free to send me an email, send me a message on Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn. You can also follow me on TikTok and, as I mentioned earlier, support me on Patreon if you wish to do so as well. Remember, that is fully tax deductible. Until next time, remember the golden rule. Aviate, navigate, communicate. Cheers, everyone.